Hey guys, it's Karen and Misty, and we are Perfume Philosophers. Hello. Hello. That, this is this is we are having technical things today. Yeah. This is actually the best we're going to get. So hi. I mean, we're always the best we're going to get. That's true. Well, thank you for tuning in to Perfume Philosophers. Sorry about last week, but we were vacationing in Los Angeles. Indeed. And then COVIDing in Palm Springs. Me. Yeah. John got COVID. Um, I, by all logic, should have COVID, but I don't. Yeah. So. Who knows? I'm vaccinated and boosted, but I also maintain I I have the immune system of steel. I never get sick. And steel, to the best of my knowledge, does not as well. So. Right. That analogy holds up. Okay. Anyway, so speaking of Los Angeles. The Steelers? No. I don't think they. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I was going to say it's not. Los Angeles. I don't understand Los Angeles football. It's American football. Well, they have the Rams, and then they took the Chargers from San Diego. They're now the Mm -hmm. Los Angeles Chargers. Then you had the Oakland Raiders, which Oakland is. And now they're in Nevada. And so you have the San Francisco Giants. No, that's baseball. The 49ers are the football team. You know, this is not a sports podcast, um, obviously. So it would be a really bad one. We were in Los Angeles and it was fabulous. We were living like rich people. Don't know about all that, but we were living like we never have before. All right. We usually don't spend that much money on vacations. Not like not in the way that we did. But but that's okay. That's that was our plan and it went well. That was a planned splurge. Yeah. It was a splurge and we won't do that all the time. But um Well yeah. Hopefully you enjoy the content because we are um we've already done it. So (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so with that being said, we left Friday morning, right? Yes. Uh, and we, uh, okay, so we booked our hotel days prior. I don't remember. And I know that in the, John saw just the overall decor and read a little bit about the hotel. And then I saw, or I was going through the pictures while he was booking. He was already on board. And then. It was the last room of a really good deal. Oh, so that's what it was. It was so like he, one room available and it really was. And he there's a comical a story we should tell about that later too. Okay. And so, um. And so as he was booking, I was just like checking out the location and I was a little worried because it was super close to Hollywood Boulevard, which can be gross. Yeah. Um, As we saw. Yeah. (laughs) But it was like a couple blocks off and it seemed residential. So I was like, okay, this should be fine. Very low-key, like neighborhood. Yeah. And um, anyway, so it was the Prospect Hotel. Just the Prospect. I think it's just the Prospect. I don't know, but I believe it may just be the Prospect. We'll put a link just so you can look at the pictures yeah. if you want. But um, we stayed in the Betty Davis room. We did. We were in the the B Davis room, and every time we walked in, I would sing Betty Davis eyes, but some iteration involving the room instead of Betty Davis eyes, Betty Davis room. Yeah. I'm not going to sing for you because it's terrible. So only not John true. gets to enjoy that. Not true, but no, my singing is terrible. No, that's amazing. It's unrecognizable. Like, <laughs> why is this lady singing about Betty Davis? Well, people probably said that about Kim Carnes, too. (laughs) Me and Kim Carnes are the same. Totally. 
Anyway, we stay in the Betty Davis suite. There's only like 20 rooms in the hotel, and each one is named after like a like golden age of Hollywood um, actress or actor. The only one that sticks for me, I remember I saw room number one was Judy Garland. Oh, yeah. Um, I was I trying saw, to figure out if that was like their. They their... had a Jean Harlow room. They had a Vivian Lee room. Uh, those are the only two I remember actually seeing. I think that little freestanding building mm-hmm. over in the garden was like the, their nice, nice little villa room. And I meant to go look and see who was like who the name on that one was. My guess would be get Greta Garbo. Just guess. Oh, okay. That makes For sense. For no good reason. No, but I get that. They, they mentioned specifically like the building is itself from like we the call 20s them. or 30s. And they, they lean heavily into that. Um, um, and while this podcast is not a hotel review, they were so the hospitality level was like. Through the roof. Yeah. It was so, they were so, that was just like some of the best service I've ever received. And uh, they, they, yeah, I don't know. I There aren't that many of people that work there. They wear a lot of hats because they do like. I don't think I saw a single the, person wearing an okay, actual bye. hat. No, I was just thinking now that you say that. Uh, there was a lady wearing white cowboy boots that looked like straight like drill team yeah. cheerleader. Cowboy she was very boots. nice. Super nice. Um, anyway, so the prospect, um, it had a red door and like the, the greenery kind of was nicely, yeah. uh, landscaped. And then, so you walk into the lobby, which is gorgeous and they're playing like jazzy, like low key, like hotel lobby music. And they were burning a diptyque candle, yeah. uh, which I knew from looking at the pictures, I think this is a point I tried to make a long time ago and I got sidetracked. But anyway, um, it said that they have diptyque bath products in every room. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. I recognize that that is a nice amenity. That is a nice amenity. And it it turned out to be really nice. Exactly. As we found. So, um, like, in the picture, they just had these, like, little travel size, which you would picture hotel size diptyque bath products to look like, I would imagine. And um, so I was looking to see if it said what scent it was. I was very, very curious. But um, anyway, so like they had the dip tea candle burning in the lobby. And I, I know like I think in our first or second episode, Karen and I talk about how we went and smelled all the dip tea candles. And we're just like, what is the hype? Like we don't get it. And because one of their most popular one is the Bays. I think that's how you say that. And that's the one that they had burning in the lobby. Now, when I walked in, I was like, man, it smells nice in here. It smells like a nice hotel. When I'm buying candles, I don't buy candles that smell like nice hotels. I might change my mind moving forward. But, you know, I like just like in perfumes. I like the notes that I, you know. Right. And so um, I don't like the ones that smell like baked goods. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't. But I like ones that smell like lemon for the kitchen, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, so this one, I, I can't really describe the scent except that it was it was very like it was not a small lobby. While not huge, it was a pretty good sized room and half of it is just open to an outdoor courtyard. Right. Like they never close that door. Right. So for the candle to be throwing that much scent, that that's pretty good. I mean, so. Would you expect that from like a hundred dollar candle? Yeah. I mean, I think you should. Right. I think that where expensive candles can get tricky is how you use them. Some people, and I think that's probably how they do it there 
it's like if you light your candle for you know half an hour to an hour every day or so whatever like yeah it might make sense to splurge on an expensive candle you know if you like we sometimes did not so much anymore now that we're traveling around but like if you light a candle and leave it burning half of the day probably not worthwhile to go buy the expensive candle unless you have the money to do so because you're going to go through those pretty quickly when you're burning four or five hours a day on it versus like one or two yeah because they only lit those in the evening like they didn't have them going all day but um i guess my overall point is that the candle is really nice yeah no 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 i was really only speaking toward the value prop there uh, when you mentioned like an expensive candle and performance that it's like even aside from performance how you use it can can matter a little bit just because the overall burn time i can't I could be wrong, but I feel like, to the best of my knowledge, there's nothing magic on high-end versus regular candles. Like, your wax burn times are going to vary somewhat, Mm -hmm. but only somewhat. Wax is going to burn off at kind of a pretty reliable rate based on what's in it, what the wick size, and et cetera. That's just science. Exactly. (laughs) Speaking of which, our hotel guy makes candles. Yeah, so as he was walking us to our room, uh, uh, like a... I'm just not used to that, like being yeah. like hand. Our room door key was a physical key. It was I don't know when the key. last time. Maybe the the wigwam hotel. Maybe <laughs> like, so. Yeah, they didn't have like the. Yeah, I don't recall when I last got an actual physical key for a room anywhere. It's right? been a minute. Anyway, so I was I was like low key excited about that for whatever reason. Um, it just added to the atmosphere. Um, so yeah, the room was beautiful. I don't think I ever got a picture of the wallpaper. Um, but yeah, I love a good, like, like, I don't know, just outfit, clothes, room decor, whatever. When you mix patterns, like, I love to see that done well. I myself cannot do it. Yeah. I know. But, it was uh, like a, like a leopard print carpet. Yeah. The carpet with... was leopard print. It was, I think, kind of like a bamboo and parrot, some other element I'm not thinking of on the wallpaper. Very busy print and like green and, and pink and pink or like almost like a crimson. But like mm-hmm. if you could make crimson pink, I guess you can add white <laughs> to it. But um, yeah, it was it was a lot. And then like the the mini bar that you could open up like it was just like baked in and open up and it's all like mirrored with like gold fleck yeah but and kind of like that like mercury glass <laughs> yeah like, yeah, it yeah. Was when so i say gold pretty. fleck that's mercury glass is actually a much better uh um, description but um no base candles in the <laughs> no most hotels keep flammables out of yeah. the rooms i think but the um so you know but yeah Many so then i went into almost like once the guy left after bringing in our luggage and stuff I walked into the bathroom because I wanted to see the bath products <laughs> in the um, in the shower. It was a huge shower. Uh, at the end of the shower, they had like a little nook. Like an alcove. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, shower, pretty standard for showers. And like mounted to the walls, which is smart because I would totally have just taken those. Um, they had the Philosicos. Philosicos? I don't know. Philosicos. Um, it was shower gel, shampoo, and conditioner. Oh, wow. You know, this is like Velocicos is not my favorite because it's like a it's a very green fig. It, yeah, I think its whole thing is it is like all fig. Like it is fig fruit, fig leaf note, fig wood. I don't remember. And I just, if you've ever it leans smelled into it, I a think. fig, like a fresh fig, they don't have like a strong, 
you know, like it's a it's a flower. I was yeah. reading about this. Figs are like a weird, like it's not actually like a biologically, it's not like a standard fruit. It's like an inverted flower. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but yeah, like a, a fig is not hell. Even even a like a dried fig, like it doesn't have a strong. Yeah, they're not like a strong like, fragrance. Which is funny because I can immediately think of what I expect something to be mm-hmm. fig or dried fig scented, but there's not a whole lot there really. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, but I was excited to see it and I was like, okay, cool. That's a lot. Like I thought yeah. we were going to have to ration out our little <laughs> bottles, right. you know, and then they had hand soap. It was also Philosophos. The only thing that was different was they had some lotion and it was not Philosophos. I think it was just lotion. Yeah. Like there. I'm actually going to grab. So, okay. I did take the lotion. Okay. <laughs> Pardon me while I super uh, butcher some French. It's late phrase, L-A-I-T-F-R-A-I-S. Um, but let's see. I know I read somewhere Fresh on Fresh milk? It had the, but I think it's just, oh my God. That's just fresh lotion. Okay. For the body. Underneath it, it's written in English. I'm so gotcha. glad I just did that. Okay. But anyway, it just has an L on it. It doesn't really say, and then right. that's for lotion. But it smells like violet. It's definitely got some like, is it? I think no, lilac, lilac or violet. I confuse them. One of the purple flowers. So yeah, it's uh, okay. Now that I'm smelling it, though, I'm, it smells like orange blossom to me. Like, I don't know. So it's like a soft, soapy, floral, lightly floral. It's more. It reminds soapy. me of any number of things. Like when you get anything that's like soap or whatever that calls out like French triple milled, whatever, like they often have that kind of scent going on. I've noticed. Yeah. Um, so, but it is lovely and it, it is. is, it is a good product. And the scent is very long lasting because we went to scent bar one of the, one of the days and we always tried so to we go went to scent bar all of the days. Well, no, but one of the days we were going, I put the lotion on my hands and you're like, what did you put on? That's, really strong we're going to sit bar i was like that's just my lotion (laughs) so it's kind of long lasting but it is like a neutral yeah it's it's not it's it was mostly i called it out because it's like man like when you're you know sometimes there's stuff that's so faint and we're trying to see what it even smells like that it was like oh that's a little extreme to be spraying stuff on yourself that i can smell like i I noticed it as soon as i walked into the room i have an abundance of lotion i just i don't like for my hands to be dry so i always have lotion so this little bottle that I stole from the hotel, I didn't steal it. It's baked into the price. Yes. <laughs> We've all seen that episode of Friends. Anyway, it's a 50 mil bottle of lotion and it'll last a long time. I don't think I would ever just go buy lotion at Diptyque or from Diptyque, but it is a good product. And that's, so I was going to say, like, about it, like, I sometimes I go back and forth now on these kinds of because it's like realistically, as long as you were to take care, like don't leave it in the car in Palm Springs right. where it bakes, you know, you could probably go ahead. Like, even if you use it generously, like it tends to be effective enough. Like I say this as I've been thinking about, which I still have another sample or another uh, free, but like that face stuff we got from the cosmetics company outlet mm-hmm. where I was like, man, normally I would never even consider spending whatever that costs for a little tiny tub of moisturizer but it's like i've been working on that now for five months i think so clearly it lasts and it does say on the bottle and of any skincare products it'll always say like you get 12 months out of this 
before you're supposed to throw it away. That's yeah. And it'll vary from product to product, but on this bottle it's 12 months, but I think it'll take me that long to get through it, but I love it. And I, you know, so I, I, I think it speaks to the quality of Diptyque products that it's. To um, me, the bigger hiccup with those is that they are, even though it's a pleasant and a kind of neutral smell, there's plenty of things I wear that that would not go with. I think that if you, um, if you're like me and sometimes you don't put your perfume on until you're leaving for the day, like if you get out of the shower and put this on, like it is strongly scented, but by the time you're going to get like put your perfume on, it may be okay. Or yeah. if you're just going to be sitting around the house and you're like John and you have to have a cologne that goes with your loungy outfit, maybe you skip perfume altogether. <gasps> no, anyway, I'm just kidding. And you know, you just wear your heavily scented dip teak lotion or you buy a lotion that you also like a dip teak fragrance and then you can do they have actual like fragranced versions of their lotions that like line Uh i believe so gotcha i think they have all of their products i don't really look into their stuff and i they have i like their stuff well enough and they have several scents we've talked about Mm -hmm. i I will say one thing that was kind of neat i have mentioned before for all that i love fig philosophos always smells like just wet plaster or drywall mud specifically Mm -hmm. um and when i got to use this like uh the body wash when I would first do it, it would smell like that. And then once I would kind of dilute into whatever it like opened up and I was like, ah, this is probably what people are smelling. And to my nose, this never really happens, but I've also never gotten a sample to put on my skin and try actually wearing. So it just made me kind of curious. I probably low key still won't. I love it. It's just, I love too many things. More to your point there. So that's what, um, so yeah, the, the, um, when I took a sh- it was hot. They were having a heat wave. Oh yeah, we did not. All make- weekend, we planned this trip a couple weeks before we went, and it was like you know what? We've been in Palm Springs, and it's 115 degrees every day. Um, it hasn't been under 100. I mean, now it has, but at the time, it's like it hadn't dropped under 100 in a couple of months. I think, as far as like the highs, obviously the lows are. And so we're like, we'll go to we'll go to L.A. where the weather's always pleasant and nice <laughs> and heat heat wave, heat dome, whatever you want to call what's going on. And it was like one hundred and five degrees most days. But now because it's L.A., it's like what 50 percent humidity to 30 percent, really muggy and mm-hmm. everywhere is like, oh, do you want to sit outside? It's like, no, thank you. And like we, they're, they're not equipped for indoor yeah. dining because the weather is always so nice. So Ian, you might actually sort of be able to commiserate. I understand the U.K. Is sort of the same where it's like it often is pleasant enough weather that ac is not just super prevalent and so when it gets even sort of hot everything just goes to shit right (laughs) it's just not i'm not built for the heat and so it was it was miserable so there were a lot of showers and i would get (laughs) excited because we had the the philosophers um products to try so like that first shower i remember today i was like oh my god this smells so good i was like and i it's i'm not even a fan of fig notes like i'm just not and so it was like Man, this like it didn't smell like that, like green fig so much as it was very clean smelling, which yeah. is weird. I, I, I think it's like it may be just the combination of all of the fig notes. You don't get just the green that you do from like fig leaf or whatever. You don't get just the kind of dried fruit that you do from fig fig. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure there maybe there's other notes. I've never actually bothered to look and see right? what the notes of that. But it's like in that moment, in that shower, I was like, okay, I get Philosicos. And now I was like, maybe we'll pick that up because we've been talking about it. John loves fig and, 
Um, but, uh, and then I use the shampoo and conditioner in the same. And let me speak to the quality of the product. Like the shower gel just felt so silky and luxurious. It really did. It I don't really know what the did. difference is between that and what I buy at the Target, you know, <laughs> but it's like, there is a difference. So like, I, is it worth the money? I don't know. I don't even know how much their shower gel costs. But. I never look because I know it's going to be more like I start to talk myself down from like the six dollar bottle at the store. And I'm pretty confident it's more than six dollars. So sure. <laughs> I've never so, really felt um, like I needed to look. But um, it is like I can speak to its quality. It just felt very luxurious. Yeah. Uh, the shampoo and conditioner like. Because, again, I'm picky about my shampoo and conditioner. So, like, it didn't weigh my hair down. It was enough that I was able to get my tangles out. Like, it was a, a quality, like, because I've gotten, like, lotion, for example, with perfumes, like, as a set, you mm -hmm. know. They're and not I always great. I always throw them away because they, they dry my skin out. I'm, and so yeah. I, I've always just been kind of iffy about a not salon or a not hair care product line having shampoo and conditioner but it was they, they did their research because yeah. it was that's been my experience as well that like a lot of the um uh let me not say a lot because i don't get them a lot but when i have ended up with the kind of random gift set that's like scent plus like you said a lot of times it's lotion or a body wash or a shampoo means there's also sometimes a deodorant or, or or a deodorant i shouldn't say and um and pretty reliably they're kind of varying degrees of garbage in my experience at any I've never gotten one where I was like, ooh, like I'd actually, you know, pay the extra for the scent. The scent is usually good. The performance is usually kind of blah. Right. Um, now, admittedly, I keep saying usually pretty quickly you learn like, uh, stick to what works, you know, because so you I'm don't get them. about like Liz Claiborne level. Yeah. I and that's that's what I'm I'm going very Calvin mainstream. Yeah. I, I want to say I had like one of my Versace sets came with something and I was like, oh, I'll give this a shot. And I was like, mm, no, this is not yeah. good. My scalp gets really dry, so like if the shampoo or conditioner is weird, it, mm -hmm. can, it can be really problematic. So, anyway, not to go on at length. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so that was kind of my take on the. I really enjoyed using the products, yep. including how they smelled. Then we were at Scent Bar, and I did not. I smelled Velocicos, but I was like, I just don't want to spend the money on this because it's not cheap. It's not. And, and I don't remember if I smelled the EDP or the EDT, but I was just like, this is not something I want to wear. I don't want to figure out which of those that I would want. Yeah. Like, I know that's a dumb thing to, like, I guess I'm not really complaining, but like, it's a stupid thing to complain about. But it's like, I'm sort of interested and I don't feel like figuring out which of those is the right choice. And it's like, because, am I had the right choice is something else entirely? <laughs> you know, because it's like, hey, if I can't decide or if I don't, you know. I don't want to, you get one, it's like, oh, the other one's the one that I really like. And now you've got this enormous fuck off bottle of, you know, for me in, in any instance of, of something that I will be the only person using. Um, anyway. I'm a little sad that Karen, that Karen is flying to LA in a couple of weeks and we're going to play White Teeth concert and we're going to just kind of be in LA for the weekend. And I'm a little sad that I can't take her to this hotel so she can experience all these things yeah. because early on, like I said, we went to Nordstrom, we smelled all those candles. And so it'd be, and it, it's changed my perspective. Like, would I buy those things? No, probably not. Do I judge you for buying them? No, absolutely not. Not anymore. Where before I was just like, it's just a candle. Like what? Why? Yeah. Why, why would you waste, quote unquote, waste my money your money? On fire, yeah. You know, like, I was like, I don't get it. Although having made candles, I will say I understand that the like the 
products get expensive. And so like the more quality wax, the more quality materials you're using, they do cost more so that, that I get it, but I don't know. I just, I'm cheap. So same. I just and can't, I, I sort of get it, but I also try not to look into it too much because mm-hmm. I, you know, you hear, ah, I don't want to say you hear stories because that implies like there's somebody telling these stories, but it's like you read stuff here and there that it's like, basically implying that even the most expensive bottle of whatever cologne costs somebody about like six dollars to make or Mm -hmm. whatever in in material i think this is one of those instances where it's worth noting that you have to know what materials to put together to get something you'd even want and Mm -hmm. so you know it's it's kind of the equivalent of it's like you're not paying some guy a hundred dollars to press the button you're paying somebody a hundred dollars to know what button to press and i think i think that's also kind of the case in some of those where it's like yeah there may only be 37 cents worth of raw material in that bottle. But if I went and spent 37 cents worth of stuff, you're not going to want to wear the smell that comes out of that. You know, it's kind of like um, when you, I make a lot of things and have in the past tried to sell them. And then you have to um, factor in the time it takes to make them. So like, you know, get a famous nose, like uh, what's his name? MFK. Francis Francis Kirk. Yeah. You know, like, you know that like you know he's i don't know that's his job you right know? so it's like well, there, there's the time and then there's also the simple fact like you don't go from like me who knows nothing about making cologne mm-hmm. to going like let me make a cologne and all of a sudden you are him and have a thriving business that people are seeking out right. like you know and that's that's kind of the point i'm getting to it's, it's like you can you get to that level by working your way to that and like that expertise of time is worth something like if that were purely information, anybody could just go read the book on how to be, mm-hmm. you know, master perfumer. And then like, you're just set, like, you know, it's so, like a sommelier. Yeah. You, you, you know, you're, you're paying, like, you're paying for somebody to, wine and try to describe it to you. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> wouldn't know, but like, nobody would pay no offense. Love. Nobody's going to pay you to tell people the differences in the various wine options <laughs> they have. Um, mm-hmm. and that's just, yeah. So, you know, Anyway, so I, I, I respect the craft that yeah. goes into it. And so I get weird I tangent do. about price, but like, well, yeah, that's sorry, sorry for taking it. Yeah. Well, no, I just that was I took us off the rails. You tried to make a basic point about it being worthwhile and I ramble on about whatever. But yeah, but so like, I, I, I like that my perspective on this has changed. Yeah. In that It's not that because like, I mean, I could afford to buy these things. It's a splurge and it's it's not something I would buy all the time, but like, and I probably won't because to me, it's not worth it. I, it is a luxurious product and I don't know. I think I can make better use of money. No, I get on it. Other things that I also find luxurious. I, but. The way I always look at it, uh, there's even a phrase or a word for this and I always forget it, but it's kind of like, it's not just any given thing and what is the cost. It's like, I guess I think that's really it. It's like cost and value. Those mm-hmm. are two different things. It's like you can afford the cost, but does that make the product valuable enough or, or is the product valuable enough to be worth the cost as a one off on the regular, et cetera. And it's like, and then it's like, what's the increase in again, I hesitate to say value, but value is really kind of the thing here where it's like, okay, if I go buy a $6 bottle of dove or ultra moisturizing, body wash from target mm-hmm. uh that will let me bathe myself for x amount of time and whatever and instead i go buy the make it up a number i don't even know 50 dollar bottle from uh diptyque 
Like, yes, I will enjoy that experience more than the $6 bottle, but like, do I enjoy it? Let's you know, run with these numbers. Do I enjoy it $54 more? <laughs> Probably not versus not just in the abstract, but I could take that exact $54 difference and go buy a bottle of something for $54 that I probably love. Maybe, maybe not I'm making mm -hmm. up numbers here, but like, and like the value there would be so much greater to me, even as a splurge. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not just like, Oh, it's expensive. And it's not just, Oh, it's a splurge. It's like, even as an expensive splurge, there are other expensive splurges that I would rather partake of. Right. Often, I think know. I do make 90% of my decisions. Like when it's like, should I spend the money on this? I'm like, man, but with that money, I could buy more perfume. No, I, so for me, <laughs> so often, like, and you've heard me say it when we talk about stuff is like, I don't like, you're like, oh, go ahead and get it. You want whatever. And it's like, that's like two pairs of shoes. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's like those, those Adidas, uh, uh, Yavasa or whatever they are that I've been eyeballing for 150 bucks. It's like, no, like I'd rather go do that. Or like you said, get a bottle of cologne or whatever. Um, not to tease too much, but like we bought what to me is kind of our first like legit expensive bottle of anything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy crap. Like, you know, again, like when I go to fuck off a couple hundred dollars on something, that's just like, oh, this is fun or whatever. It's like, man, like $200 bottle of, of scent smells real nice, you know, even beyond now that being like three, you know, $70 bottles or $66 bottles or whatever. Anyway, not to go on at length. Um, um, I think my fever is coming back. I'm getting lightheaded. Okay. Um, well, also, uh, my point that I never actually made was that if you're you were thinking about buying Diptyque bath products and you're like, I don't know, is it worth it? I think it is. Um, and that's I'm just gonna leave it there because I'll right. I'll make the same points yeah. over and over and over again. Uh, I enjoyed using those products. Um, they also had a big clawfoot tub, um, and I love to take bubble baths absolutely love it not something i would do at the hotels where we normally stay no nope, right. nothing special about the b-dubs bathtubs you know but um nothing wrong with it but it's nothing i want to lounge uh, around yeah in, or I, look too closely at they, there we go <laughs> but um so this was a nice um that's a clawfoot tub i mean i don't yeah. know what else to say and so uh we went to lush and we bought um, bath products because I was like, oh, I need a bath bomb, some bubble bath. They did not. They did not give you um, diptyque bubble bath. Lost, just like they totally should. But they anyway. did have, and I don't know, probably just random, but they did have a little container of like Epsom oh, salt, salts, like a little yeah. marble mm -hmm. bath salt, and and like. Um, yeah, it had like a tray that went across the tub, and this is kind of a comical story that has nothing to do with scent. So I took my my bubble bath the first night, and um, I used a uh, it was all rose scented stuff. It was a rose scented. Um, it was called Black Rose. I used the bath bomb that I used, and I bought the bubble bar. It's called I think it's called. Uh, it might just be rose jam. I don't know. It all smells like Lush's rose jam. If you've smelled that, then you kind of have an idea. But a very as as one might uh, think, it's a jammy rose, and it's like I love it. And I don't even like rose scented things, but I love that rose jam. So anyway, so that was kind. So I enjoyed my bubble bath. I was in there far too long and I spilled water everywhere because I'm not used to a tub built like that. And so um, anyway, so I decided to get out of the tub 
and it's deep and it's higher off the ground than you might think. And so like I was late, I was like, oh my God, I don't know how to get out of this tub. <laughs> so all I could think about was how William Taft, one of our more rotund <laughs> presidents, <laughs> got it's just Everybody knows he got stuck in the bathtub at the White House. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I just refused, like flat refused to be like Taft stuck in the bathtub at the hotel. <laughs> and so <laughs> I figured out how to get out. But like I didn't quite stick the landing when I put my feet on the ground. <laughs> so I kind of launched across the bathroom and I actually hurt my hand. <laughs> yeah, I did not realize when I saw this going down because I was kind of napping on the yeah, and, and, and you I almost was, like hurt yourself pretty seriously. And I was a little like I was low key anxious about because I had two more bath bombs and two more nights at the hotel, and I was just like, "But do I want to do it? I might hurt myself again." <laughs> so, so yeah, <laughs> everything was fine. I did tell John that he would have to help me get out of the tub because I didn't at least I just needed to be attended anyway. But what I ended up taking the tray off, which gives you more room to kind of maneuver, because that was all the problem was is that. I just couldn't get good. Yeah, because I was terrified when I did it, and it was no problem at all. I just stood up in the bath, yeah. and then I stepped out of it. It's because, okay, so I had the tray on, like, the the, the foot end, I guess, and then um, the faucet is, like, right in the middle. So when I went to stand up, I hit the faucet, and so I was like, okay, so I need to scoot down to this end because the tray was blocking that end. So anyway, I just, and it slant, it sloped. So and slick. <laughs> so I had a lot of things working against me. I and did it's rinse deep, mine out, I think. So before. it's hard to push up like to anyway. It was it's really not that funny now that it sounds like I could have broken my hip or possibly died. Yeah, no, I, I never really found it to be that funny. It mostly just looked dangerous and kind of scary. Um, it's only funny that I survived and I mean, that's not funny either. That's just good. Well yeah, that's good. Anyway. <laughs> Um, we enjoyed our bath products. So John got, Oh yeah, I, I got a cup. Actually, I still have one thing I can use. Um, I bought, uh, Toby's magic cow, <laughs> um, which uh, was really nice. I don't know. It was just had a nice clean smell. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of like fresh laundry, um, but like actual fresh laundry, not like fresh laundry smell, if that makes sense. Um, it purported to do something with like, it said it had some sort of like popping element i didn't notice that didn't care i was kind of glad because i was like i don't want like right made it sound like it had pop rocks embedded in it i was like that sounds terrifying Uh, well terrifying it's maybe a little over the top but it sounds like not a thing you need in your bath product put it Mm -hmm. that way um and uh but yeah it's like it's fairly obvious it's going to do this but like at a glance the little bath puck just looks white but like the inside has all the color when you put it in it just like starts spraying like colored like rainbow out of the sides (laughs) all over the place but little disconcerting because it's a cow <laughs> it's cow shaped um so there was that one and then uh, i also got the lord of misrule which is some sort of holiday themed thing they're doing i think um and i forget what i think it mentioned pink pepper and patchouli and i don't think it was actually a scent note wine was in the description somewhere but i think that was the color yeah because the bath bomb itself appears green but when pop it in and start the water gets the really crazy yeah. Yeah. so uh that one smelled really nice i enjoyed that and then i used one of your bubble bars for that one as well part of no you you bought your you bought the lord of oh Mr. that's right bar. i did that that one i was a big fan of mm-hmm. um that actually made me and i didn't find anything but it made me poke around in the patchouli section at scent bar a little bit because 
like I said, I think the notes are patchouli, pink pepper, and something I'm not thinking of. And uh, it's very, like, fresh. Um, and patchouli, I know, can be, but it can also be real, like, funky and kind of whatever. So I was like, oh, let me see if I can find something like an airy patchouli. And I did mm. not, but um, We but did get some samples, but that's for another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also bought one. I bought a bath bomb called um, Marshmallow World. It smells very similar to the the Twilight one that gotcha. I love, and I know I've gone on and on and on about. Um, and then I bought the this it's the Sleep Scent Bubble Bar, which is Twilight. I don't know why they all have different names. Let's just label everything the same. Anyway, Sleep Twilight, this Marshmallow World, they all kind of smell the same. So, um, so I bought those, and I I plan to split the Bubble Bar in half. Gotcha. Use one one night. I didn't end up taking a bath on that third night because I was too tired and um so they're sitting in my bathroom now it's the twilight bath bomb and the sleep bubble bar and it just smells so good in there and I have a shower shower one Mm -hmm. shower bomb Mm -hmm. which I don't know I think you went with the sleep one also yeah they they didn't have just a huge huge number of options there they didn't they didn't and I feel like that's a newer product for them yeah I don't remember seeing those on former usually I'm a sucker to try anything like that once I've Probably just once because I know how long a shower thing typically only lasts three to five minutes, you know, and yeah. that's just it's not like a bath bomb actually has like oils and stuff in it that feels nice on it, makes you moisturizes your skin. Like, I don't what is a what is a shower? It's going to smell nice for a second. That's kind of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless I'm unless I'm missing something, it just right. it's not really functional in the way that a bath bomb can be at any um. rate. So yeah, our, our thoughts on Lush aren't revolutionary or revelatory yeah. or anything like that, but it was just fun. I hadn't been to a Lush in a while. I finally got to use the balance on my gift card that I got for my 40th birthday. I just turned 43, so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Worth um, noting, and they told us, those do, uh, the, your, your balance does not expire. So it that's, doesn't. That's kind of a nice plus if you decide. Mm-hmm. I, I usually just try and quickly use any gift cards, even if I don't need or the thing because i'll forget about them and then they'll expire and then i feel bad that somebody really just wasted their money so it's nice to know that like you know if you want to go that route then it just sits and lasts presumably as long as they're in business or until they change that policy Um, i don't think they could retroactively change that so as far as i'm aware anyway i also picked up a set of perfumes it's like 10 10 mil travel sprays Uh, but we're going to cover that, and it's, it's going to get its own episode because I feel like we're going to talk about this for a while. And I'm still wear testing them. Right. But uh, there's a good – well, it's not important. We'll get to that someday. Y- yesterday? Speak, no. Oh. No. <laughs> the day I wore – we went to catch. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. So anyway, that that's that. we'll get to that later in a different episode. Um, speaking of future episodes, we're probably going to kind of wrap this one up because John yeah, is getting covid again. Uh, yeah, I'm getting very tired again now. I, um, I think my fever but is back. we, um, we have a lot, we went to scent bar, what, four times? Uh, one day we went to both. We went to downtown and then, no, we didn't. We didn't make it. No, we went but, three um, times. I think. We spent some time at both of the stores so we plan to kind of go over all of that, uh, what we got. We've got a ton of samples. We've got a ton of perfumes. So um, Dora reached out to us and did give us some different. She gave us a list of perfumes she would look for. And so I did smell some of those, Dora. Yeah, some and, of them, at least one, I 
don't think like I think it's new enough they don't actually have them in their yeah. store just yet. But just know, Dora, I'm I'm so excited that you reached out to us. I made it a point to to smell all of the things I could find. Even I even asked, and I'm so awkward I can't ask questions usually, but um, for some of them, so that um, I could make sure that I got those in. So I did. I didn't get all of them, but um, uh, several of them. Very cool. And so uh, we'll we'll talk. We'll go. We'll d- dive deeper into that in our next episode. So. Um, this is our weird episode about our hotel and yeah. <laughs> really, I guess. Yeah. Diptyque and lush products, but, uh, hopefully you enjoyed it and we appreciate you listening. Yep. As always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, want to say hello, or want me to gush about you on the podcast, uh, feel free to email me at misty at perfume philosophers.com. And yep. yeah, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Get John into a nap. And hopefully <laughs> nothing crazy happens between now and next week and we should be back, back at it again. Yep. All right. All right. Well with that. We'll smell, smell you, you later. later.